Hey folks, it's Carl over at Sterling Health and Fitness. I appreciate you tuning in. So our topic today is understanding behavioral orientations towards exercise. And I have a special guest with me to speak on this. He is a master instructor for the National Academy of Sports Medicine, adjunct faculty at California University of Pennsylvania, also a doctor of health sciences and a certified athletic trainer. And it's a great honor to have my guest with me. I can't think of anybody more qualified to speak on this topic. I'd like to introduce Marty Miller. Thank you. And it's an honor to have you take this time with me. I really appreciate this. Because I'm excited to share what you have to say with uh, the world. Excellent. So you've had about 21 years in the fitness business. Yep. And you've done a lot of research. And I'm curious to know, what do you find is why do some people choose to exercise and then others choose not to? Even when they know that they should, they still choose not to. Now, that's a great question. And being around in ASM for all these years, I always look at that as based approach. Look at research and try to always learn what's next and what we can do to influence the world. So when I went to get my doctorate, I kind of thought the way Mike Clark taught me thought is, what's my outcome of going through this? So I was going to spend three years of my time going through this and spend that kind of money, what is going to be the deliverable that it may come from with mm -hmm. it? So as I was looking at a dissertation topic, I understood exercise is great. Everyone understands exercise is great. Right. I have yet to see a research study that said stop exercising, it's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really want to focus my time and energy on something that we already know. There will be a ton of more research that comes out on the benefits of exercise, but I wanted to shift my focus and say, well, if we have all this research, why are people stopping exercise? Why do people not initiate exercise? Is there something that I can tap into there that maybe I can now change the world a little bit by getting people to be more uh, adherent with their programs or initiate programs? And is there something that we're missing because so many people understand that exercise is good for them, but yet obesity continues to grow, the top five leading right. causes of death are all behavioral based? Right. So that's what started me down that process. Okay. Yeah, that's really interesting. So what are you finding? Well, I went through a whole bunch of different research, try to find a tool that we can measure, but there was a uh, research back in the early 80s called self-determination theory. So there's a group of researchers that found, you know, why are some people very motivated? Mm -hmm. So they went through, did research, and found, yes, there are people who are very motivated, very autonomous, they don't need guidelines, they just go after things. So from there, other people started thinking, well, if you have this high self-determination, does that carry over to every part of life? And they found out that it doesn't. So someone who's very motivated to run a Fortune 500 company may not be motivated in other areas of life. Mm -hmm. So that research continued on. And then finally, a group of people in 2002 went out and said, okay, can we even look at exercise by itself? Mm -hmm. And is there personality types towards exercise? And what are the personality types? So the research showed that there was three personality types. Autonomous, which is we're just going to do it because we do it. You don't need to be guided that much. Mm -hmm. Control, which are the type of people that need goals and monitoring. And right. then personal are the type of people that feel that they don't have a say in the outcome, so they might stay away from it. So my research was based on theirs, so I took it a step further and said, okay, if I found people who were consistent exercisers, and I had a group of 200 people that fit that category, and if I took people who were consistently non-exercisers, and I found a group of 100 people that fit that category, would there be a difference between the exercisers versus non-exercisers, would there be a predictive behavior type right. to the ones that exercise versus that didn't? Right. 
So the research that we did over a three-month period showed that exercisers tended to be control or autonomous-based, and the non-exercises tended to be impersonal-based. So what I'm starting to see from the research is people who don't exercise feel they don't have a say in the outcome. So they either have some type of fear or they have had a bad experience and they think that it's not for them. And those who exercise tend to be more self-driven or at least if they have a goal, they'll go after it. Okay, interesting. Let me ask you this. Uh, brings up an interesting, well, thought. An interesting thought in my mind is, do you ever find that the people who feel that exercise is not for them has anything to do with, in their own mind, they think it's a fact that they're, it's hopeless or it's too late or they just can't possibly get to where they, where they think they should be? Sure. Yeah, from what I understand from the research, now I'm not a psychologist, but spending some time looking further to it, there's usually a trigger or multiple triggers where they've either had a bad experience, they have self-esteem issues, they, they're in pain, there's something there underlying that is preventing them from taking that next step. Now, as personal trainers, the issue is what if that person comes in the gym the first day, they finally bridge that gap and say, okay, I'm going to try this. Personal trainer has to handle that person very differently than they might someone that's autonomous or control-based. So before I did this research, there really wasn't an assessment tool. People would just either not think about that, or they would have to blindly guess, or they treat everyone the same way, and maybe their personality matches up with some people, but not all. Yeah. So what we're finding is you can, you can handle all three of those personality types a little bit differently and get great outcomes. And it comes down to the personal trainer getting to know who they're dealing with, and when you can connect with somebody on their emotional level, doors open up, barriers come down, and people are willing to do more. So for all three types. Yeah. But for the personal, that's really important because they're almost waiting for something bad to happen, and it can just be a comment, it can be getting them in the gym too quickly, it can be progressing them a little bit too quickly. Maybe we know scientifically they can do it, but to them it's a little too much. So again, just understanding who you're dealing with yeah. gives you a much better opportunity to have success. Interesting. Yeah, I've noticed, uh, well, of course, each client is completely different. Mm -hmm. You have some similarities between certain ones, but um, that connection is a huge factor. If you can't connect with them the right way that works for them, um, you may not see them again. Yeah, and I, you know, I've talked with a lot of people in the ASM. I've talked to Mike Clark himself, and as great as the information we have is with the assessments, the overhead squat, single leg squat, and going through the OPT model, that's great. But if that person doesn't trust you, or that person doesn't like you, or that person doesn't feel connected to you, you may never get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I've seen personal trainers who don't have that type of knowledge, mm -hmm. but have great success because they have an, an ability to connect with people. Regardless of whether they have the formal education to back up with science, they just have the ability to connect with people. So sometimes they get the opportunity to train people when we might think that their scientific skill is not there. Right. But the people like them, or they show interest in their clients, or connect with those people. So what we want to do is match the ability to connect with people, understand people, with the science, exactly. and then you've got a home run. Yeah, yeah, that's the winning combination there. Because that, that's, that's true, I've seen it at various places I've been at, um, working as a trainer, and you'll have, so, uh, not to knock any trainers out there by any means, but sometimes they're really not that knowledgeable, but they have a great way of connecting. So the people stay with them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, you could know everything, you can't connect. Exactly right. You don't see them. Again. We see that a lot with bedside man with doctors. You've got some of the best, brightest yeah. minds, but they 
someone says, I just don't like that doctor, and they can't really even say why, but it's they didn't feel connected with that doctor. When somebody else spends a few extra minutes and they can get to them on an emotional rapport level. So again, it's important to try to, we want both. We want the science and the knowledge of how the human body works, but part of the human body is the mind. Mm -hmm. And we're all emotional creatures. Yeah. And we all have different histories. We have different, you know, to talk about emotional baggage. Like we all got into fitness for different reasons. Right. Somebody could have got in because they were in pain. Someone could have got into it because they didn't like their body image. Somebody could have, for whatever reason. And sometimes when you trigger that emotion, it's scary for people. So they don't, you know, so it, it's understanding how to connect with them and make them feel comfortable, not uncomfortable. Right, right. Actually, that brings me to another question I'd like to ask you. Sure. So my question is, do you feel that some people are more fear-driven and the fear gets them into an exercise program versus uh, maybe some people being goal-driven? What, what do you find in, in those, that arena as the driving factor? Do you find that there are both? It's interesting because some people, their fear, they don't understand it is fear, it's a motivator, but as humans, we search out pleasure and we try to avoid pain. Sometimes we understand that, sometimes it's at a subconscious level. So for me, I got into fitness because as a young kid, I thought I wanted to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I might have done it because I didn't want to be bullied or picked, whatever, who knows? But that was my goal, and then it became part of my lifestyle. So again, there's always different factors, but what we did find in the research as well is you can set an intrinsic or extrinsic goal. So intrinsic would be I want to be healthier, I want to live a healthier lifestyle, I want to you know, be around, I want to just feel good. Extrinsic is, I want to look a certain way, I want to fit into a certain pant size or dress size for women, or I have a wedding I'm going to and I want to lose a certain amount of weight. So what the research showed is if we as fitness professionals can get people to think intrinsically, they have a much higher chance of sticking with fitness. Because extrinsically they might pick the wrong goal. So it, they might be setting themselves up for failure, depending on where their personality is. They may or not yeah, be able yeah. to handle it, and that could trigger a fear. It's more like so, a, a event training. And I don't mean like an athletic event, but like you say, a, a wedding or yeah. a graduation or whatever. Yeah. So you look away for that, but then when that day passes, boom. Well, those people we call, they, they fit in the control category, where they'll do something as long as they have that carrot to chase. Mm -hmm. So against personal trainers, if we know that's that type of person, you got to always reset the goals. Mm -hmm. Because that's just what motivates them. So again, as we reset goals, we're going to try to shift to intrinsic goals. Like, can I work out three times a week for an hour for a month? Can I do? Because that we can control that. I can't control what their body's going to look like potentially. I mean, I can influence it to a degree. Or can I give up my junk food? Can I? You know, those are things we have access to. So, you know, trying to get people to shift to a realistic, intrinsic, healthy lifestyle. The research shows us that they're more likely to stick with their fitness. But if they get dis disappointed with themselves, disenchanted with what if I didn't accomplish this, depending on the personality, that might be the trigger. Say, see, it's not for me. So those are the type of things as personal trainers we need to shift the way we think to keep people. One, they'll use our services, but at the end of the day, we're really trying to make people healthier. Right, right. We are. You know, it just brings up another thought: is uh, do you find that whether they're intrinsic or extrinsic, uh, at least? Temporarily, for let's say the extrinsic, uh, once they get started doing something, they have a tendency to keep going because you know exercise does give us energy. <laughs> I know there are times, days like yesterday, I went out for a run. I actually didn't want to, of course, and uh, I just did it anyways. And then by the time I got three miles in, I was like, okay, let's go six. Um, do you find that's the general case for most people too? Once they get started. 
you know, it depends. There's three different personality types. There's autonomous, which they're people that are just going to do. There's control, which people who need a goal. And then there's a personal saying, hey, this isn't for me. I'm afraid of it. So, you know, we don't know who's coming in that door. Right. And we don't know what allowed them or gave them the courage potentially to come in that door that first time. So we can't control that, but if we can understand that at some point we should shift them towards intrinsic goals okay. and we should understand their personality, and you're not going to change somebody's personality. If they're goal-driven, just accept it for what it is and continue to move the bar. Okay. If they're autonomous and they just are kind of, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, understand that. If they always have a fear, respect it and just always give them positive feedback and show them how much they're accomplishing and how far they've come. So again, you're not going to change the personality, you have to understand the personality. Sure. That's, actually, that's a really good point. That just, just caused a paradigm shift in my thinking. We need to be chameleons. We, like, yeah. I see too many personal trainers have one style, mm -hmm. and that's kind of selfish in the sense that you know, those clients are coming to us with what they bring us. Right. And we can stick to the science of the fitness, but personality, that's what they bring us. And I'm not here to change the personality. I'm here to educate, which might shift their personality. Mm -hmm. But if I can work within their personality and not try to change them, or at least get the rapport, we're going to have a better chance of having a good relationship and then getting them to continue with the program. Yeah, that's interesting. Because there are those, those uh, that group of people who do have fears. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I know for them, once they get in, they usually are feeling better after they're in. But every time, to get them to get started, it's almost a battle. Yep. You know, so, that whole thing about goal setting, uh, getting, you know, setting things up differently, changing their thought process around that, mm -hmm. that's powerful. Well, again, depending on what personality, so if it's someone that's impersonal, that has this fear from day one, I'm not even exercising with them potentially. I might mm -hmm. sit in my office with them for an hour, mm -hmm. just get to know them, get their health history, and just show them that, hey, this is going to be okay. Talk to them about other success stories. Yeah. Where a lot of times okay. personal trainers want to get people going right away. Well, that may not work for that person. They might be very happy walking out day one going, I just walked in out of the gym and everything's okay. This guy understands me. This yeah, guy, that's true. This yeah, that's now that they understand me. Control, I might need to set goals right off the bat. Mm -hmm. The autonomous person, I may need to get them exercising and worry about my assessments in a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's where, like I said, I'm not going to change the personality. So if they're autonomous and came in to exercise, and I make them spend 45 minutes in my office, I might lose them day one. So what might work for that person, the personal person is like, that was great, I didn't have to exercise today. Mm -hmm. So they trust you, they know that you're not going yeah, to Because they have a fear that day one you're going to kill them. So again, well, it's depending on the personality type. They'll also understand that by going through that with them, and uh, you, you actually care. Mm -hmm. And people want to know that you care. Absolutely. You know? you know the old saying about, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. That's powerful. Well, this has been enlightening. Great. And uh, any any last? I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question, but are there any like last uh, words of wisdom you want to share? Just anything in your head, message you want to put out? Sure. Well, when we're talking in the fitness industry, I always say fitness or education is a race with no finish line. Mm -hmm. Wherever I'm at today, I'm better than I was a month ago, but I should be the best at what I'm doing the day I retire. So it's a journey, so, you know, and this is what I've learned today, Sam, is what's my next step? What's my next objective? Where do I need to improve? What don't I have an understanding? And I have a plan. So, like, I'll go to the bookstore, I'll buy five books at a time. Because if I buy one at a time, I might read it and I get back to the bookstore. So I go purposely and say, where are my areas that right. I need to concentrate on? So, you know, I'm doing a lot of studying right now on personality, habits, mindset, because one, it teaches me about myself, but it helps me have a better understanding of well, 
I'm trying to get people to change their mindset. I'm trying to get people to change their, their habits. But if I've never studied it, how can I effectively do it? So whether it's needing to know more about foam rolling, whether it's needing to know more about dynamic stretching, or whether it's needing to know more about emotional intelligence or mindset, you know, continue that journey and understand that it's, you're never going to finish it. It's right. just right. how far can I get along in the journey. That's powerful. That is awesome. Great. Well, I really appreciate you taking my time, man. And I have to say, for trainers out there, if you're anywhere and you see that Marty is teaching a workshop, do yourself a favor and go because uh, workshops I've attended that Marty teaches are always, uh, my head is spinning when I leave, which I love. Uh, it's a whole, many paradigm shifts in how I think, um, how I can help people better, and actually how I even work on myself. You know, right. and it starts, I want to be a, a role model for the client. We're our first case study. You know, so I have to work on myself, um, help my clients. But if you're a trainer, you got to check out Marty and Workshop because it's, it's amazing information. So thank it's you. a real honor to meet you this week and to have this time to share with, with the viewers. And thank you very thank much. Thank you. Appreciate All it. All right, my friend. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to check out sterlinghealthandfitness.com where we have uh, dozens of interviews. And uh, again, thank you. Have a great day.